Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand. I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the dance <laughs> floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like they're, like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Welcome in. It's Saturday Suckage. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Let's see who else is here. Time for Suckage Roll Call. Grobber. It sucks and it freebases. Don Cooper. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Mike Tomlin. Uh, Sucking. Jake Arietta. This sucks. Really, it does. Ryan Cashman. I also know that we suck right now. Albert Elmora. Damn, Willie, man. Do we suck? Chris Rock. I suck so bad he used to pick me after the white kids. Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Eloy Jimenez. Hey, you guys not going to make anyway. You guys are suck. Hey, when when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the suck team. Toby. Oh, my God, the suck. Random Bears fan. Steph Curry. We suck tonight. Terry Boars. Finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. Avenue Q. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be me. It sucks to be broken, unemployed, and turning 33. St. John. Sucks to me. Ross Perot. There will be a giant sucking sound going south. Devin McCourty. Sucks to end the season that way. Nick Chubb. One of the things that stuck stuck to us when when he came here, he said, you know, you got to embrace the suck. Pat McAfee. There are some commentators that f- suck out there. 
Nikolai Ehlers. Uh, yeah, uh, not a fun morning. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it sucks. Um, Chris Ballard. And now we get we lose these last two games and we just suck. Giannis. We suck. Played bad. They made shots. They played good. They played better than us. Drew Doughty. Thanks for going through this. I know it sucks watching it, but uh, we'll get out there in a sec. Um... Garth Algar. Get it off, man. Get it off. You're sucking my will to live. Liam Hendricks. I wouldn't say seeking perfection. It's just mainly trying not to suck. Mark Grody. What am I doing here? I <laughs> thought that I had finally gotten off of weekends in this business, and here I am stuck down in the lobby today because I forgot my badge, <laughs> because my wallet is broken, so I have to grab things out of my wallet, and I just Your grabbed my money car. broken? Yeah, the wallet, it's like stuff's falling out of it, so now every day when I leave my place, I just have to grab out of my wallet what I think I need for the day, which typically is just money. And that's it. Like the, my my credit card. That's it. That's all. I just throw that in my pocket and I move on with my day. But in this case, I was like, damn it, my badge. And now I can, I am immobile in this building. And I had to wait downstairs. And here's what happened. Um, Caesar, I I text Caesar. Caesar tried to get you to do it. And then and you tried you to get me on it. Twitter. I wasn't buying that. Yeah, you wouldn't do that it. That was a that was a trick. And then Caesar got is it David? David from BetQL. Yeah, I had to get nicest some help. guy out of all of us. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, you doing, Mark?" Uh, yeah, BetQL guy over there. Uh, Steve didn't think it was real. He thought you were joking. You were trying to pull one over on us. <laughs> I know. I even I even texted in advance to make sure, and I sat down there till ten fifty six. I'm very irate right now. I do have eggs, though, if anybody would like an egg. It's Easter. I, you know, I found yes. out from some, I think it was Jeff Joniak found out about your whole hard-boiled egg thing. Well, Tom Thayer is really fascinated with, actually, it irritates Tom Thayer, and he's probably right, because I buy these eggs, and he's always like, why don't you just boil your own eggs? And I, I, I did it once, and they didn't come out the way I wanted them to, so I prefer to waste my money and purchase hard-boiled eggs. Well, you save yourself the effort, right? Save the effort, yeah. And and the the anguish over when trying to peel them that they don't peel correctly and then I get half an egg. You ever have that happen where you try to peel a hard-boiled egg and it's so frustrating, you're peeling off layer and all you get is like the yolk and like a little bit of the white and you're you're like, screw it, I don't care. And you get little bits of, of shell in your mouth. You're saying no. You know, I, I don't happened. do hard-boiled eggs. I would suggest you go to my Trader Joe's and you can get them pre-peeled. Yeah, but those aren't as good. I don't, know, I don't know about the Trader Joe's, though. I've never had the Trader Joe's. I will try the Trader Joe's. Okay, so they do the peeling for you. Since you're looking to avoid work yeah. and you don't want to boil them yourself. Yeah. I, just want to, I just don't want them to come out badly. That's all. Right. Yeah. Well, they also peel them for you. Oh, so there you go. All right. So it's Mark Grody. It's Saturday Suckage. It's his show. He's on that show. We're on that show. We're getting the band back together. I love it. It's great to be We're here. Putting Steve. the band back together. Oh, oh yeah. nice. There we we're on a mission from God. <sighs> we are. We are going to, we are broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Tech Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at rosenhyundai.com. You can text us at 312-644-6767. That's all the, also the same number by which you can dial us and 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 call our phones and and I think that last happened in December. 
where we had a phone call. Oh, my goodness. It was wow. really good. So things yeah. have not gotten it better was, in terms of the phone since. I didn't say that. I just said the last call was not safe. <laughs> and our guest line, we will have guest today, Rami Makhlouf. We assume he will you'll be with us at noon. He's from 1250 the fan AM, uh, 12.50 a.m. The Fan in Milwaukee. We'll talk Bulls and Bucks and Cubs and Brewers and and why is it everything in Milwaukee is all about gutlessness and cheap shots and all that crap. And 1 p.m., Mark Gonzalez. Gonzo will be here. Baseball contributor, AP contributor in baseball, Daily Herald and AP. We'll talk Cubs and Sox with Gonzo. And we are calling your attention to, because we are your Cubs and Bulls station, and the Cubs and Bulls will be on the air tomorrow as the Bulls start the playoffs. So here's the particulars on the scores and Cubs. I'm sorry, the scores, Cubs and Bulls broadcast coverage on Sunday. We'll have Cubs Rockies starting at 135. Game one of Bulls Bucks will be immediately following Cubs post game. All of it on 670 on the score. The Bulls play in Milwaukee games one and two on Sunday and Wednesday. You'll hear it on the score. Games three and four in Chicago are deemed if necessary. Wait, would you say games three and four? Three and four of the seven game <laughs> series are deemed if necessary. They may just say, you know what? D- d- let's just call this thing yeah. slaughter rule. Right, it is. Three, I, three later game on, slaughter rule. Later on, I have a, one idea. Um, uh, the 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 one idea, the one way the Bulls can win. But for now, I want to talk about something you may have read. You may have seen this online. Wow, seven seven three. Grody literally sucks eggs. Texting us. Yeah, yeah, that's a very grabber thing right there. To go suck an egg, that was his level of burn. Like go it's, jump in a lake, go suck an egg. That's our. That's your fourteen year old grabber. By the way, your yeah. your time as grabber's replacement and yielded a wonderful. What Mark heard? Oh yeah, coming soon <laughs> on the show. It, it's perfect for this show. Why? I think it will be entertaining to the audience overall, but it does have a wake and bake feel to it, or an overnight wake and bake feel to it. And actually, any time is wake and bake. It doesn't have to be overnight. It just happened to be that call. That's true. And literally, literally, let's just a little preview. There, there is husband and wife, puff puff, passing the phone to each other while talking to me on score overnight. That's outstanding. So, I can't wait yes. to play that. And by the way, today with the, the the we're talking football draft at some point in the show, the Wake and Bake Club has its guy for the Bears. I will bring that to you. The Wake and Bake Club has its guy. Can't wait. Yeah. So the 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 other part of the draft stuff is that you may have seen this online. This this popped up. Connor Orr of Sports Illustrated wrote a piece suggesting there should be an NFL portal and Justin Fields should enter it because he should, he should be able to choose not to play for the Bears because they're worse than last year when the Bears stunk. Now, pay no mind to the fact that Justin Fields sucked as well. Justin Fields was a bad quarterback. He was worse than Mitch Trubisky. He was uh, maybe not Mike Glennon level, but this guy wants a football Portal for quarterbacks who go to sucky teams, which is where <laughs> quarterbacks go because that's who drafts high or trades up in the draft. And and so I I wanted to throw that out there for Bears fans that the idea that Justin Fields should be able to dictate after leading the league in turnovers, 
He should be able to dictate where he plays. I think that it should be, or maybe it already has been, Matt Eberflus or Ryan Poles probably getting up in front of the team, whatever the manifestation of the team is right now, <laughs> and laying down the law, laying down the laws of Eberflus, which we all know. And they have so, to be an acronym. Exactly. And saying Sick to everybody, here, here, go through all the bullet points of the hits principle, whatever principles, any of these coaches, maybe Luke Getze has a couple principles, and then say, okay. If any of you are not down with that, I'd like you to get up right now and walk out of the room. You may exit right now. <laughs> the rest of you, we're a team. And that's the way it should be. And that's how it ought to go down. Can I um, see your Sports Illustrated story and raise you a Mike Florio quote? Oh, wow. Let's go, baby. So Mike Florio was on the Dan Bernstein show. Have you heard the new, the all-new Dan Bernstein show here on The Score? I, I have. Really I'm, good. Yeah. Really I'm, good. Uh, yeah. It needs an and. Um, <laughs> it always, hey, you've got Layla Wednesdays. I do. So there is that. And Layla special occasions, right? Wasn't Layla Wednesdays, Layla opening days? That's Layla, true. Yeah. Layla is a, a yeah. big-time all-star she's, she's utility player. Yes, She's she, going to come in and save things for Dan Bernstein. Well, so, well, Liam was good last night. So finally, he's, yeah. been, he's been revving up to a decent performance last night. So Liam Hendricks, I would say Layla has been more steady early on this season than Liam Hendricks has been. But we all know Liam will get it on. Mm-hmm. And he was very good last night, by the way. So anyway. Uh, Mike Florio on the Dan Bernstein show says the the following. It feels like the Bears are deliberately taking a step back. And the problem is usually teams do that when they don't have a quarterback they believe in. Maybe that's the hidden message here, Florio says, that the new regime doesn't believe in Justin Fields. Because if they did... Would they be tearing everything else down, or would they be trying to build everything else up? Mike Florio on the Dan Bernstein That's show. That's an unrealistic look. Florio has an unrealistic look of what Ryan Poles has to deal with. He has no money and no draft choices, and he had to create some somehow. And, and that's separate from whether they believe in fields or not. Even if they, if they believed in fields, what would you have them do? They keep Khalil Mack, and then there's no offensive line. If you if you're looking to you get rid of Khalil Mack, get draft choices, free yourself of some money, and do what you can to protect him. Maybe they didn't think James Daniels was worth the money. They found guys who are they're looking for guys who might be maybe quicker, maybe more lateral, better better Could that be. way for the blocking I'm, scheme. I'm, I'm willing to hear. Answers on that, but go on. But there's separate things here. What Connor Orr wrote in this eye was, well, God, the Bears are bad. He should be able to leave. Really? Okay. Now, and you listen, if you read the piece, well, look, that offensive line's not good and it's worse. Allen Robinson left. Why, well, Allen Robinson wasn't a factor last year. And and they're, they're just, they're not as good. He doesn't have any pieces, so why would he be there? Why would he do and. You know what was echoing in my head? And it may echo in the head of every Bears fan, and apparently Connor Orr doesn't have any grasp of what's happened here before, and that's okay. But that sounds like he wrote a piece based on every excuse that all of us made for Jay Cutler sucking. Wow, that's good. But but read the piece and go through all the stuff that's bad. 
And, oh, if he had an offensive line. You know, and, and I remember resoundingly hearing OB and Doug talking, get this kid some help, right? We all said it. Well, Jay needs a receiver. Well, he needs one more than he needs more than Earl Bennett, who is his friend. He's not a game breaker. Cole Earl. And right. And and he needs more than Brandon Marshall, who's gonna be done in a year. Devin Aramis to do. Right. He's a go up and get a guy. Devin Hester can't do this. And well, we gotta get him some help. We gotta everything was that we gotta get him 17 new coaches, because that's how many he's used to. Whatever it was. We all made excuses for Jay Cutler every time he sucked. Some were worthwhile. Mike Martz made sure that just that Jay Cutler got bounced like a basketball in New York. He got dribbled on his head until he finally was concussed. Some of it was legit. Ultimately, though, it played out for all the words that were said, for all the excuses that were given, for all the sound and fury signifying nothing. The one who got it right was Charles Woodson. <laughs> Just stand there and Jay will throw you the ball. The quarterback's own idiocy. And Justin Fields looks every bit as bad as Jay Cutler did. And now we're making, well, Connor Orr's making excuses for him. Some people here are making excuses for him. And you're, 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 sign- you're using his youth and inexperience, and I understand that. That's another reason he shouldn't be able to choose where he goes, which blows up that SI idea. But I'm going to read something to you. This was written by Dane Brugler. We will refer to his The Beast, which was the athletic scouting guide. So we're going to refer to this later when we, we find out who the Wake and Bake Clubs guy is for, for the Bears. You're going to love it. This is Brugler's weakness, list of weaknesses for Justin Fields in last year's draft guide. So I want you to hear this and tell me what, what was, what's true, what's not. Okay. Undeveloped field vision. Locks onto his preferred read and doesn't consistently find his second and third options, sometimes by design. Needs to be quicker eliminating things post-snap. Stares down reads and doesn't play with a consistent sense of urgency. Needs to be better taking what the defense gives him instead of forcing throws. His passes lose life when attempting to throw off balance. It probably goes for every quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say. That's Jay Cutler was always yeah. throwing off balance. Right. Just, it, it shouldn't be his passes lose life. Is that he throws off balance. That is the criticism. Should be the criticism. Ball security needs work. Holds the ball loose in the pocket. And as a runner, 12 fumbles over the last two seasons. Needs to do a better job of avoiding hits. Oh, we saw that. Benefited from an all-star cast around him, both players and and play calling. So, how accurate was that? And how did it get any better? He does need to do a lot better job at avoiding hits. Like, that was one thing. He was not as elusive as I thought he would be mm-hmm. in his rookie year. So, I'd, I agree with that. I would agree with overall field vision. That, that definitely needs to get better. The locks on to preferred receiver... I see so much of that in the NFL from all quarterbacks, whether rookies or veterans. I'm not saying that that it's okay. I just think that that's that's a uh, what do we call it? Evergreen critique. Like, and <laughs> the you just throw that, you could put that on anybody, anybody. Like, you just watch a quarterback in a game; they oftentimes will lock on to their preferred read because oftentimes they 
know or trust that the preferred read is going to get open. Post snap, yep, yep, it's got to get better at that. Stairs down reads, I think that's the same thing as the field vision. So I'm a little bit skeptical on that one. The throws off balance, I think you mentioned it, but I think a lot of – when you roll out, quarterbacks tend to throw off balance, right? And or I, when he's in the pocket, you throw off balance. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. Throw off his that's a problem. Foot and, and, and you know what that is? That is a curse of quarterbacks that have strong arms. Like they think they can make any throw mm-hmm. in any posture or any set. So yeah, that is something that's got to get better. And eventually, if he, you know, if he if he shows he can do the other things well, the rudimentary things, the basic things, then you could do that. Because guess who else does that? Aaron Rodgers does that, and he does it very well. Brett Favre did that, and I don't know why I'm, I'm obsessing over Green Bay quarterbacks right now. But those How's guys, Jordan Love, do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, horrid. But to your point, there's not a lot that I would take issue with on the list. That yes, there's a lot of things that Justin Fields has to improve on. One of the things that I've been talking about on Score Overnight too, like reassessing the Cleveland game in Week Three when he got sacked nine times. Mm-hmm. I do wonder how that sort of his brain set was for the rest of the year after that. Like, as in, did he stop trusting the coaches after that? Which would be understandable. Yeah, absolutely, and because. Matt Nagy, Matt, Matt Nagy tried to end his career that day. Right, right. So maybe after that day, he stops trusting the coaches. Maybe he stops trusting the offensive line, even though he plays the good soldier and and says good things about everybody. Like, ha, ha, I think that it's possible that that day could have informed a lot of his thinking throughout the rest of the season. And if you lose trust in the coaching staff – that's a real problem. If you lose uh, trust in your offensive line, that's a real problem. If you lose trust in every wide receiver except for Darnell Mooney, that's a problem. So I do think I do think that there are some excuses for Justin Fields, but I'm with you. I am I am with you in that yeah, it was a rough season for Justin Fields last year. Everything's got to get better around him, but he's got to get better too. And I also think that the coaching staff has taken a very, I'll just say neutral attitude toward Justin Fields. They have not treated him differently from other players on the team. You know what I mean? They have not given a glowing review of him. When when pressed on it, they have they have said nice things. They haven't said any bad things about Justin Fields. But I do think that they are looking at this like all the players on the team as in, come show us what you got. Like I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell the world that you're great yet and that you're gonna be a Pro Bowl quarterback. He's yet. not. He is not. Right. He's not. But he's and they're not, not doing he's that. He's not and, looked like a guy we're but, trading up for. We've we've seen a spasm of greatness, but we saw that of Mitch Trubisky too. Right. We've seen that of I mean even Mike Lennon completed a pass. Right. And we even, so badly want to see it. Yes. That everything that he did that was great was magnified, including the Jesper Horstead touchdown pass in the preseason. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. That was on. Uh, now you now you're doing Chris Farley. Yeah. Remember <laughs> that was awesome. You threw that. That pass. was awesome. I I am all for the Bears coaching staff and administration being cool to Justin Fields because I thought he was his head was way over his skis. Bad coaching. The worst thing that Justin Fields had going for him is that Ryan Pace picked him, and Ryan Pace couldn't find a quarterback at a Manning family Thanksgiving. That's how inept he was, and he found Justin Fields. That's that's that uh, that is the worst kind of. That's not an endorsement. That's a black mark against him. That is something you say. Wow, if the, if Ryan Pace thought he was worth trading up for, he 
He's got a good chance to be awful. Do you think that Justin Fields still could be really good, though, in the NFL? Yes. Okay. I think he has a possibility. I'm buying into the spasms. I'm not saying he will. I'm not real hopeful that he becomes that because Ryan Pace scouted him. I think your your point about the scarring from, from the Matt Nagy experience could live on. From the how could it game not? The, on, how could right? that Cleveland game not scar him, he's, inform him? Yes, and he's not walking into Tom Brady's offensive line. He does not have. He doesn't have not shown the ability to make heroes out of the side players or the even one star that Aaron Rodgers had. He's just not been that guy. He's, That's because Equinemia St. Brown wasn't on the Bears last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Pringles potato yeah, chips are yes. here. All right, we're going to partake of Wilbur. Bears. Okay. Can't believe you wouldn't come down and get me out of the lobby. That was ridiculous. Can't believe you were telling the truth. <laughs> you find that man. <laughs> we found that man. He's Mark Grody. He's here. Saturday seconds Again, as always, we suck so you don't have to. Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Ugh. He's excited to get started. This is his football team, and he's excited to get going with the guys. And you can feel that, uh, you know, as we go through this uh, process of just getting together as a team and getting to know each other. You know, we've, you know, had a lot of guys here, and we're excited about, uh, you know, working together and building this football team from the inside out. That is uh, Matt Eberflus. That's the Flus. Flusy. Flusy? Is that it? Is that Flusy? No, I don't know. No, I don't know. It's just, it's just ridiculous it's stuff. You know what? I'm really I'm sick of the anagrams and the you got hits, it's hustle, intensity, and that stuff. Don't get sick of it. Let's just see. Hey, if it and works. And then M&M, motor and mattresses. You need to no. buy in. Time for you to buy in, Steve Rosenblum. Got the B.I., Hey, buy in. I got to read this text from a friend of mine really quickly. This has to happen because it's perfect for the show. My friend Lisa, who's driving around and listening, I did all sorts of things I got an issue with. She says, really, Mark? What happened to you're watching a superstar in the making? Justin Fields is our hope for a better football day. The one time I listen and I'm pissed at you and Steve. Do I know this, Lisa? I don't know if you... Oh, you might have met her at the Wilco concert. Oh. She was with us. She was with my crew. First of all, Lisa, thanks for... <laughs> you just wow. sold yourself out for... This is the first time you've listened to me? I've, I've been on and off this show for 15 years. <laughs> yes, that's God. true. He left to go get a World Series ring, and now you're daring to diss our guy? And we both think Justin Fields can be good, and we both think that he shows elite moments it's just that it was a very bad year for everybody last year and he did not there were spasms where he lifted the team and did not con- continue it there was there wasn't the growth you everybody wants to talk about the pittsburgh game that's great let's yes, talk about that was great let's talk about that it, it, and what happened next well, ben roethlisberger won the game let's, that's what happened okay. next ben he did not win that great moment okay then what happened what happened to the next game did he look anything like that guy anymore? Did he carry it on? He led. He he was sacked the most time, more times than anybody in the league. He, I think it was he led in fumbles and tied for the league league in turnovers. He was awful, and he didn't play fifteen games. He was a bad quarterback. 
He was everything that's bad about Bears quarterbacking. Whatever you want to blame it on. I would in- Oh. Is this Lisa? <laughs> Better be Lisa, because I got It would gotta- be great if Lisa called in to yeah, defend Lisa, herself. 312-644-6767, Lisa Dahl. <laughs> Lisa Dahl. That's right. I right. said it. Caesar, what we is that? We have Ken in Gladstone Park. He's got uh, some methods for Grody uh, on boiling those eggs up. Okay. This always happens. Ken, welcome welcome to the Scores Cooking Hour. Welcome to Food Radio. Hello to Mark Grote and the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Rosenblum. Okay. Ken A. Moving now, right I, along. I don't, know if, I don't know if Jay Cutler or Fields did it, but my grandma used to put salt in the water when, you, when she boiled eggs. And they peeled off like nothing. You put salt in your boiling water, Mark? In, right. in the boiling water, Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'll, I will try that in the cold water. And then, Ken, can you just. I don't know if Fields or Cutler tried it, but my grandma is good at it. Kenny, maybe your grandma comes on over and she boils me up a dozen eggs. How about that? Uh, that would be kind of hard because I'm 74 and she's not around anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. It would I'm be sorry. a hell of a story if she was. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, wow. I know. It's not implausible, but, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. You're a good man, Ken. Thanks, thanks for calling. You're Appreciate a, you waiting, too. You're a good egg, Ken. Yeah, you're Thank a you a good for egg. Calling. Yeah. You're the worst. God, why did I ever agree to do today? Eight, eight for it. <laughs> I didn't have to, So you know. we can suck so you don't have to. I you know, know I, I didn't have, have to. I'm surprised. Mark Grody's back. We're getting the band back together, and look what happens. We're talking boiled eggs, and now we have a texture tut-tutting you. Please, please, don't say flutesy. It's two cubs cute. Or or Blackhawks cute. Or hockey cute. Damn it. Adding the Z. Yeah. The C or the Z. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's, There's the draw. Yeah. I don't. He's a legend. He left. Hawks I know. Win. I just Hawks learned win. today was that he didn't really want to go. Did you know that? No. Bruce said it today. I did not hear that. I there was something. Bruce, did Bruce say, is Bruce breaking hockey news no, now? No, I, I shouldn't say that it was like breaking news. What was the, because uh, I was, let's see. Oh, they. Oh, he. I. He said that there was a disconnect with Pat Foley and the Blackhawks. So, oh, I had not heard that. I had suspected that because they appear to want to get rid of all good announcers. Blackhawks. Yes, they're doing an excellent job of getting rid of good announcers. Right. They're they giving Pat Foley a. I guess they gave him an exit, or he decided it was he was going to take that exit. He's a hometown kid who went to the Hall of Fame calling hometown his hometown team's games. I mean, it was dumb luck that a tape that he had landed in in um, Arthur Wurtz's, Arthur Jr.'s. Um, it just happened to be in his, mailbox, into his yeah. car. He was listening to it and said, I like this kid. And that was this kid from Michigan State. And that was outstanding. And Pat got to come home and called those games. And... It was, it was wonderful. It's a great story. I can't say I'm surprised by the way that the current organization operates. Yeah, they've they've shown they've shown no credibility. I have zero reason to give them any marks for credibility. From I don't know a whole story about John Weideman, but if you ever try to get John Weideman 
off the radio, uh-huh. off any kind of your play-by-play broadcast, yeah. you're showing extreme idiocy. They tried to do that? They are doing that. What? He's yeah. leaving? Well, he's being shunted aside. Are you in, serious? In what one of their um, chief talking heads says, one of their main talking heads said was, a, we want to be able to utilize him in different platforms. So somebody else is going to do radio play-by-play. That's my understanding. I had no idea of that. There's a there's an extreme amount of. I mean, first of all, they're a despicable organization for what I think was a rigged investigation in the Kyle Beach um, incident. There's no way Rocky Wirtz didn't know. I don't believe that for a minute. Rocky Wirtz was absolved because he paid for the investigation. Jenner and Block should know that that the appearance of a conflict of interest. You're being paid by Rocky Wirtz and you're investigating Rocky Wirtz. The appearance of conflict is as bad as, a con- as any kind of conflict. You just recuse yourself. The NHL really gave a damn. Rocky Wirtz wouldn't pay for that investigation. The NHL doesn't want to know that kind of stuff because the NHL has major sexual abuse, domestic abuse problems and doesn't want to know. It's barely hanging on in some ways the way it is. But your announcers... Think of what we're doing and what we do and your experience two years in the booth with a guy who will be in the Hall of Fame, Pat Three. Hughes. Three, Three years. Yeah. Two really good years. That's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I remember you went there as a rookie. And 15, then you 16, wanted... and 17. I was like, that's enough. Yeah. That, Bears. Get me to the Bears. The Every good team realizes that your announcers, your voices are the connection to the fans. They are your hood. They're your chief spokesman. They're your best salesman. If you have any thought that John Weideman isn't your best radio broadcaster, your best, he's spectacular. He's really good. Yeah. And if you don't think Pat Foley has the the aura, the ability that he and Eddie Olchek were one of the greatest broadcasting teams we've had in this city, and in in the expertise. And Eddie Olchek is hockey version of Steve Stone. He's staying, yes. But, uh, yeah, but, but as far I'm, as we just know. Saying, I'm just saying if there no, I'm was. I'm just checking. It, Go ahead. Maybe. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. I, he would leave. I, I can't imagine. I mean, if he wants to leave under his own accord and go run a team, If he, he could. wants to leave because yeah. his son gets a chance to move into the analyst uh, role uh, or one yeah. of the broadcast yeah. seats, yeah. that would be a very. He should have a job for life, Eddie O. Well, Father, so should Pat right. Foley have, unless there's something we don't know. Bingo. So I don't know that he wasn't. I know. I don't know either. I just like like I said. I don't want to misquote Bruce. It, he, all I all I heard him say was there's a disconnect. So, well, there I'm, was a disconnect. I'm sorry to hear that because you're losing a Hall of Famer. You and and the fact that you don't maybe the maybe they the brains such as they exist at the rather sick at Blackhawks organization with a lot a lack of credibility decide. We're really going to start over and over and over. Yeah. And we're going to start with broadcasters. But that keep, would be one of the last places. Just to keep the good things. I would, you know, there's, right. it's been a really bad couple of years for the Blackhawks. Horrendous. And, and So what were the good things about it? Well, your announcers are great. One's in the Hall of Fame and one could be because radio, hockey radio, is one of the most spectacularly difficult things to do. Yeah. And John Weideman is spectacular yeah. at that. Got to follow that puck for three periods. Yeah, so right. that's uh, that's a little bit. Uh, so, anyways, alarming. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll throw that out there. Oh, uh, how'd you like hearing Dale Talon? I 
my insurance guy, my car insurance guy, Brett, yeah, wrote to me, and when when it was announced and that Pat would be, this would be his last season. He said, I hope they bring him back for a year. I hope they let him do one game with Dale. And I kept bringing that piece of paper. I printed that out and wanted to credit my guy, Brett. Oh, yeah. And just as a suggestion as, you know, he would Brett, Brett to Damas. And I never said a thing, and it happened. I go, oh, I'm sorry, Brett. That's it. But So that was a good I, idea. It was. It is. Yeah, and it's wonderful. It's just what whatever... It, it was a great time for Blackhawks fans to be able to listen to that. Update what? from my friend Lisa. She's back? She says. She's not calling she in? Said, no, she says, not calling into a two-on-one scenario. Does she want to do more than call? Oh, oh, to a two-on-one oh, scenario? She said, she said, precious Lisa, Nagy was a poor leader and even worse coach. Fields would have flourished if not for the coaching staff. I don't disagree with that, necessarily. He might not have sucked as much. Right, 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 right. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I have uh, the one way the Bears, the Bulls can beat the Bucks. At top of the hour, we will go up to Milwaukee and we'll discuss Bears. Uh, not Bears. I keep wanting to say that. God, we suck at every every rivalry. Do I bring out the Wisconsin. worst in you? Is that what's going on here? Do you need... Who's oh, working with you? The worst Who's myself. working with you? I do that. Esposito <laughs> and Studs and Trash Panda and Caesar. Bucks, Bulls. We'll discuss that at the top of the hour, but after this break, and we'll take some legendary words to to make the strategy clear for everyone. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mark Grody. Together again for the first time. Saturday suckage. Right. We suck, so you don't have to. Chicago nice. Sports Radio six seventy. The scores. Fair. The one thing I really feel bad about for our players, even for the organization, is you look at what our group looked like when training camp started, and we had a very, very, very small sample size of what our team you know, was, was projected to be or what we could be. And we had a lot of different guys get into some roles that they maybe never anticipated being in who I think have handled themselves pretty well. The organization. That's Billy Donovan. Present coach of the Bulls, and he was on with Mullion Ha, right? Was that's it right. Mullion Ha show. He, he was, was on, on them yesterday, and he was basically that's code for. See, we didn't suck like you people thought, and we didn't suck like we're gonna against the Bucks in the playoff series that starts Sunday. You can hear that giant sucking sound Sunday after the Cubs game, right here on the Score Cubs one thirty five, Cubs Rockies one thirty five. We will go to the Bulls game immediately after Cubs post game. It'll be Bulls and Bucks game one. On Sunday, game two is Wednesday, and games three and four, if necessary, will be in Chicago. (laughs) There is a way the Bulls can win this thing. There is only one way the Bulls can win this thing. Do tell. Do to Giannis what Grayson Allen did to Caruso. They have to injure Giannis. Wow. Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife. You pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital. You send one of his to the morgue. Chicago. Chicago way. That's the only way to do it and blame it all on Grayson Allen because <clears throat> Giannis is not there. They have no chance. They can't guard him. They can't stop him. And he was, he wasn't even trying. He was just sort of working up a good burn the last time they played. He had to like went off for 24 points in about three minutes. And it's just that team that is the Bulls have no. They can't match up. 
Their defense has gotten worse progressively. If you're looking for an MVP, Giannis is the best player in the league, maybe, maybe not MVP. You're going to talk about Joker. You're going to talk about Embiid, right? Mm -hmm. You know who the MVP is? We've seen from the former first, the, the team that formerly sat atop the East, the MVP is Lonzo Ball. Sure looks like it all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. Turns yeah. out he was the most important player on the Bulls. So you think that they should go get the old New Orleans Saints bounty plan and just see what it looks like, just read through it and go after Giannis? If you're the, not going to yeah. rough up the best player in the game, you have no chance. You can't let them go through you. And the, their defense at the rim has been awful. And their their defense in the paint has been awful. They're not – they do nothing to to – there's no resistance, and you have to be physical. If they're not going to be physical, forget it. And if you get physical and he gets hurt, tough. Grayson Allen hurt one of the two best defenders on the Bulls team, and they acted like this was just tough basketball. Okay, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. show you tough basketball. You know, that's probably the best game plan I've seriously heard because the best I could do on score overnights and trying to break this game down in matchups, and we'll talk to talk – to, Rami Makloff about Bulls and Bucks in just mm-hmm. a little bit. The best thing I could honestly come up with was that the Bulls have a week of practice. I'm talking about <laughs> practice. I'm talking practice? about practice. We talk about practice. Like not I had a to, game. I had to really rethink it. Like not I, a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. practice. Like that's all I could go. The Bulls have a week's worth of practice, and they could really dig into those matchups, and they could really look at what went wrong in those four games. That's the best I could come up with. And what you just said, while, while it sounds silly and mean-spirited, it's probably just as good as anything I've heard because I haven't heard anybody come up with a game plan for or a matchup that the Bulls can exploit. Nothing, including everybody here at the score and everybody that's been on the score as a guest. Um, Charles Barkley was not a guest, but he's pr- predicting a sweep. I heard Ryan McDonough on the score on the Dan Bernstein show mm-hmm. and basically just Dan asking, you know, what's the case for the Bulls? And he just, <laughs> not really sure. And then he tried to give like something of an answer, but there just is no real answer. There is no logical way that you could look at But if the Bulls do this, they'll win. But I guess if Giannis Antetokounmpo isn't playing, there's a chance. Right. You still have to deal with <clears throat> Brooke Lopez, and you're going to have to – I mean, the Bulls are going to play Tristan Thompson and, and Vucevic together to try to match the, the size. But they can't do it that long either because that's a real problem. You know the best thing about Tristan Thompson at this point might be that he has six fouls to give. <laughs> it, it, I mean, that might be it. That's the Jack Haley thing. Oh, we have another breaking phone call because – I don't want to miss the opportunity for Mark's education to continue. Oh, I thought maybe it was Lisa. We have yet another recommendation for Mark. It's coming from David in St. Charles. Oh, David, welcome. You thought it was Emily, didn't you? I did. It said, uh, yeah, I thought it said Emily. Oh, hi, David. Mark, you were balking like a chicken uh, prior to the last uh, advertising break. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. I was bucking like a chicken. Oh, I was yeah. walking like a chicken. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying something to Steve like. You're right. I'm glad you caught that. Why does this guy sound like Toby? So, so as usual, a little bit. You, you, need, you need help. No, there's no yeah. doubt about it. I, I, have, yeah. in, uh, I am in the process of seeking counseling. 
In, in this case, I, I can help you. Thank you. Okay. It's an instant pot. I, oh, instant pot, never... not instant pot. I got you. Well, yeah, well, yeah. It's, no, no, on this show, instant, instant pot is pot, instant pot is something that we're all interested yeah. in on the Wake and Bake Club yeah. show. Everybody says instant pot, but it's actually instant pot. Nice. This is Toby. So, yeah. I swear to God, this it's, is it's his uncle. Yeah. <laughs> so we should do that yeah. and, and hard boil his eggs. And you you called us in oh. for you called in for that. What about one of them fryers? Well, the fryer though. That what about fryer. one of them air fryers? Isn't that like the magical but way to cook now? Then it would be hard boiled, Mark. Let me. I can explain this to you. Oh Mark. yeah, yeah. If you fried eggs, air fried. <laughs> Oh, it's not hard boiled, oh, so I can't just throw the egg in one of them fryers that everybody's talking about. Thanks okay. for the thanks for the call. We appreciate. Bye, Dave. It. I'm glad he I'm glad he noticed yeah. the chicken balking. Yeah. I did do that. I don't know why. I just felt like it was in the motif. Okay. Show has come to a halt once again. It has, but your education continues. My education. Sure All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Rami Makloff, who you might have heard on these airways, but you hear him on twelve fifty a.m. The fan. I like Rami. In I do too. And guy. we're going to talk uh, bulls and bucks and how long. What's the best way to injure Giannis to give the Bulls a chance? That's how we're going to go about this. I'm Steve Rosen. He's Mark Grody. Saturday suckage together again for the first time. We suck so you don't have to. It's just our public service. Mm-hmm. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.